Welcome to the Center for the Advancement of Virtual Organizations podcast, How to Replace Micromanagement with Accountability. I am Dr. Jessica Lowry-Clark, Distinguished Core Part-Time Professor with the School of Business at North Central University. And today we're joined by Anand Madhaven. Anand is the Digital Strategy Manager with Gallup. Today, our discussion will focus on building relationships with virtual teams for accountability purposes. Welcome, and thank you so much for taking the time to come and chat with us. Good morning, Jessica. How are you? I'm great. And how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Leaders of virtual teams must build relationships with team members through casual conversations rather than micromanaging. This idea challenges the perceptions of creating accountability through control rather than through building trust. So, I know you have over 15 years of experience in digital strategy, and I'm eager to get your perspective on virtual teams and accountability. But to just get us started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm from Nebraska. I did my undergraduate at uh, the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Uh, started a job, moved to Omaha, started a job in, in sales and found a knack for all things uh, digital and the web. And um, they moved me into a analytics position shortly thereafter, where I started to get my, my chops in uh, web analytics. And after my master's degree is when I, and holding a few more jobs, I, I got my first big break in this, uh, in this digital uh, career um, with a large uh, tech company um, that's worldwide known um, called IBM. And uh, I'm sure everybody's heard of that one. I did that for a lot of years in understanding strategy, digital projects, how to manage those things, which led me to my role at Gallup as digital strategy manager, uh, where I manage our marketing analytics program and practice. I am the subject matter expert for SEO and lead a lot of our business strategy when it deals with digital products. Oh, wow. That is amazing background. A lot of that, I'm not even sure I would, I, I would know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. There's, a, there's, there's actual education around that stuff now when it was just stuff that you'd have to learn on the fly back in the day. So it's, it's kind of come a long way. Oh, well, that's a, that's a good thing. Good for you for helping to pave the way. So what do you think is the difference between accountability and micromanagement? That's a great question. So to me, the biggest difference between both is that when you have accountability within a team, you don't really need micromanagement. And when you feel like you need micro to, ma- to micromanage a team, then the reverse happens where you've not either created that culture of accountability or you've not potentially hired those with that responsibility within themselves. That's a good good point. And with a sustained virtual work environment for many organizations due to the pandemic, in what ways does accountability differ between the traditional and virtual work settings? Well, you know, the Zoom calls matter. And not that they didn't matter before, but the onus is really on them now. Uh, the intention, the attention to the discussion matters. So, you know, you, people to see you here, you know, like when, when you're on a Zoom call, being attentive, looking people, so to speak, in the eye there. Um, and if you can believe it, like I said, not going on audio or audio mute matters. Those, those things kind of show that you're, you have the attention to others and you don't need someone, someone wondering, you know, 
what did you actually do? What do you do actually around here <laughs> versus, um, you know, actually saying, OK, this person is attentive, discussing a part of the conversation. Um, all of that really has affected people's perceptions of others that work with them. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think I'm Zooming at least three times a day. It's amazing. It's amazing the shift since the pandemic and um, obviously not just me across across the world. So it is very um, has very much changed the way that we operate. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And just those little things that people pick up, which is which all still are very human, you know, that people understand go a long way in terms of how they view you and how you work within your team um, and how you get work done. So we all know that micromanagement is seen as a negative leadership trait. So let's discuss how micromanagement actually affects team members. So it doesn't give people the belief that they are professionals. And to get someone who, for example, went to school for what they do, have experiences beyond their current role, to be put in a situation where someone is in your space with all of that would severely hurt the relationship that person will have with their manager and the company. So it's, it's really about trust. Absolutely. And that was a powerful statement that you began with when you said that it defeats the purpose of their professionalism or being a professional. And I don't think I've ever thought of it that way. And you're exactly right. So I'm glad that you pointed that out. What role does communication play in building accountability in the virtual work environment? Now, this is a really good question. And in my opinion, it's everything. Ensuring people get positive building feedback when they do well, providing realistic timeframes for regular reviews and discussion. That stuff ensures that there is developmental progress happening. And you give someone that space to grow that way. So communication, even in this virtual world that we were starting to live in or this hybrid work work world where we're starting to live in is is so crucial um but it you know it and it just doesn't it doesn't really change it just it changes how you do it but not like not like the reason absolutely and you know communication was obviously important prior as well so it would definitely be important um in a virtual work environment so really great point there so what are some ways team leaders can create a climate of accountability without micromanaging? The main thing I can say is any organ, any great organization, every great uh, employee or you know someone who's trying to get the most out of their their career, you're going to set goals and milestones and attach names to those, whether it be um, you know so it's definitive and you understand what they are. Within that, you provide that regular feedback uh, in sessions with a cadence where you're also private, providing someone space to grow. So, for example, if there's some sort of learning or some sort of actual goal within within the organization that this person needs to have, they're going to give that person, you know, a, a name for that goal, and they're going to say, and, and a way to achieve that goal. But you're going to give them that space to say, okay, how are you going to do that? Let let them figure that part out. You've you've given them kind of the the blueprint for success, so to speak. But um, no matter what, that 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 is really really the key here: goals and milestones, and then ensuring positive feedback and a sense of team and that person's role is integral, is instilled in that communication throughout the course of that those feedback sessions and those discussions. 
Absolutely. And the School of Business, you know, we discuss empowerment so much. So important in that you empower your employees to to be creative and innovative. I mean, that is what we want in top talent. It's a great answer. Yeah, we don't want to create drones at, at all. We want to provide them some sort of framework, but then allow them to grow into that. Absolutely. And there's nothing sweeter than watching an employee, you know, create a new practice and the practice be stronger than the prior practice or it be better than the prior practice. So it is, you know, that's what helps them develop as a professional and also what helps develop our organizations to become um, the top in um, being competitive against other, other organizations. So great point. So thanks so much for all your insightful and and helpful information that you shared with us. Are there any additional pieces of advice or bits of wisdom you would leave with us today pertaining to building accountability in remote or virtual organizations? If I can say anything, it would say it would be communicate, 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 and allow your people to work how they work. You know, we're venturing into new territory here. But trust and communication are going to go a long way in how we approach this future. Absolutely. Um, And again, communication being um, most important, even prior, even more so today. And again, trusting them to to pave a new way of getting things done um, and being productive is only going to make our organization stronger and is also going to make um, and create some best practices for virtual or remote organizations in the future. Thanks so much for joining us in support of the Center for the Advancement of Virtual Organizations. We truly appreciate your insights and we know our listeners will benefit from your experience. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure.